Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. Jamie Dupree comes right at you from the Hill in D.C. On the Sean Hannity Show. He's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. He is hey, the... Sean. How are you, Jamie Dupree? All sir? right, buddy. How about yourself? What's going on, man? You know, uh, so I hear from Joshy Ernest that uh, the president's just too a wee bit too busy, can't pick up the phone and congratulate BB. Now let's see, he is he broke a track record and he he called the president of Iran when he won, and he called Vladimir Putin when he won, and he called the Chinese leaders when they won, the communist leaders. Called what, is it a lot like uh, your mother would always say to you, you know, if you really want to do something, you can do it. Uh, the administration had the Secretary of State call Netanyahu Oh, wasn't today. that nice. Did he, uh, Ernest so told reporters uh, that on uh, Air Force One, he said he anticipated that the president will call Netanyahu, this is a quote, in the coming days. Uh, Ernest said that the president did not call Netanyahu in the two previous Israeli elections until he had been directed by the Israeli president to form a government. So that was their official line coming out of the White House today. They did not issue any written statements. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. BB didn't come in number one in the last election, and the other elections were close. This was, by Israeli standards, a landslide. And BB will be forming the next government. There's no ambiguity here. And no, I certainly isn't. The White House uh, did not get their desired result. I think you're right about that. Well, that's the thing. When have we ever had a sitting president of the United States of America try to undermine the leader of an, an allied country? I can't think of a time. Can you? I'm sure there's got to have been some, but this is a rare occasion. Yes, you are correct. Uh, extraordinarily rare, and it seems that the president gets along better with Iran and Syria and Afghanistan and Turkey and even Mohammed Morsi, who uh, Obama gave a billion dollars to and F-16s to and tanks to, and a guy that once referred to the uh, Jews as the descendants of apes and pigs. Pretty sad, isn't it? Kind of takes your breath away. Doesn't take your breath away. I look. I'm here, just telling you what's happening here, my friend. I mean, I'll no, let you. but but it's but it's extraordinarily inconsiderate. Let's be honest. This was a clear mandate victory for BB. By the way, it was not, very obvious that this administration and the Netanyahu government have not been on good terms. We've certainly detailed that in in recent months. So in that sense, I, I'm not surprised one bit by how the White House has handled it in the aftermath today. Some, well, I have. Let's see, Egypt in one day. Well, that's with Morsi. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, pretty much I have the whole history of it, including world leaders for everywhere. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, usually, uh, again, it's if the White House wants to put out a statement, they will. Obviously, they did not want to today. Unbelievable. All right. Now, I said, and you tell me if I'm wrong, there are two constitutional powers that Republicans have as the legislative branch. One is the power of the purse, and Republican leaders have been timid when it comes to using that power when it comes to uh, issues like executive amnesty or Obamacare. They don't want to be blamed for shutting down the government. The other one is advice and consent. 
The issue of Loretta Lynch has come up. She has said that she supports the president ignoring current law and using executive amnesty, which all the Republicans say is unconstitutional. But yet you have four Republican senators that would still vote for Loretta Lynch. And they are what? Lindsey Graham, Susan Collins, Jeff Flake. And who's Orrin the, Hatch? Orrin Hatch. Fourth, yes. yeah, I'm shocked at Orrin Hatch. Why would he do that? Well, I think Orrin Hatch probably it's a bit of the institutionalist that uh, he he understands that the president's the one in charge, that they're probably not going to nominate somebody that would disagree with the president uh, on on that issue. And that, uh, look, you know, obviously he also may come from a different time when there was a bit more the Senate, uh, if it was held by the other party, was a bit more disposed to just approving whoever was sent up by uh, that administration. Times have changed a little. Uh, this uh, I he think needs this to vote. change with the times. What did Orrin Hatch's office say, Linda, when we called them? They haven't said anything. They haven't called back? No. Well, let's call his office. I mean, and what about Jeff Flake's office? What did they say? They said not at this time. And what did Lindsey Grant's office say? They didn't respond. And Susan Collins never responds? I didn't write her. Well... I mean, I, I, I mean, Lindsey Graham, is he, is he still thinking, Jamie, about running for president? He is. I ran into him this morning when he was going down to the Senate restaurant today. And, uh, yeah, he seems like all signs are pointing to that. He, like a lot of others, has not announced. But, yeah, there are, uh, then there are a number of other Republicans that haven't said one way or the other which way they're going to go. So, as of right now, they're not counted in the yes or no category. But if, uh, if it's only four Republicans who would vote for Loretta Lynch... It would, I think, take the, the vote of the vice president to break that tie. Well, we know where that's going to gonna go. I mean, that's the point. One of these guys needs to change, and they need to do it very quickly. Um, if you run into either Flake or Hatch or Lindsey Graham, will you tell them Sean Hannity is, is, is calling and looking I'll for them? I'll send them your calling card, certainly. Yeah, you know, would you just say, you know, uh, by the way, Senator, I happen to be on the air with my friend Sean Hannity uh, yesterday, and he says your office isn't calling him back, and he's trying to get you on the air to talk about Loretta Lynch's uh, confirmation. Well, sometimes stopping senators in the hallway doesn't work that well. We just had a little uh, uh, kerfuffle in the hallway of one of the Senate office buildings where some still photographers wanted to take the picture of Senator Tom Cotton, who was uh, standing there talking with some people in the hallway, and his staff somewhat physically stopped the uh, still photographer just from taking a picture. So sometimes it doesn't always work in the hallway. How do you mean physically stopped them? Did they stand in the way or did they try? Yeah, I got in his face and, uh, and didn't push, but wasn't exactly, it's a public hallway. So you can't really expect that nobody wouldn't be there to either stick a microphone in your face or take a picture. No, I don't understand this. These guys, you can say no comment, no comment. Thank you. You can contact my office. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. I've got to get a call. Appreciate your interest and walk away. What's so hard about doing that? Yeah, uh, you know, sometimes the staff uh, tries to protect the member maybe a little more than is necessary. You certainly see that from time to time here. Yeah. Um, all right, so we have a new poll out showing Hillary Clinton losing ground, still uh, the favor for 2016. Um, why do I think she's not going to do as well as Democrats think? I think this. I think there's a constant feeling of scandal, dishonesty, a sense of entitlement that is emerging, and I think we'll end up dogging it throughout the whole campaign. Well, if you look at the numbers, and they ran her against uh, you know all the top Republican names, she leads Bush by 15, Christie by 15, Rubio by 13, Huckabee by 14, Paul by 12. Carson by 16 and Walker by 15. So I'm sure a lot of Democrats could look at those numbers and say, Did you look at the number of Republicans and Democrats polled? Uh, I didn't. I do not have that at my uh, fingertips here. Why do I but, assume it's plus Democrat 810? 
I'd bet you any, but because those polls are just not right. It's just not. It doesn't make any sense. Well, if if you're going to say the poll is not right, then we can't really talk about the base of it showing that she's lost a few percent either. Well, you can't, but you can. I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt that the four big issues are beginning to weigh heavily. The email issue that she knew about Benghazi earlier, the money from these countries to the Clinton Foundation, and then in the background there is Bill and his friendship with the convicted pedophile. And I think those are four pretty significant issues, and they've been in the news now for a couple of weeks. I think it's weighing on them. Uh, well, it's obvious from these numbers that her numbers have dropped about five points, five to seven points among Democrats, but she still has an overwhelming advantage. I mean, for example, a month ago, she led Joe Biden by 47 points, 61-14. Well, she still leads him by 47 points. Mm-hmm. A couple of, uh, or I'm, yeah, 47. A couple of months ago, it was in the 50s. Uh, Elizabeth Warren hasn't picked up any ground in this poll. This is a, a CNN, o, CNN ORC poll, as it's called. And so, I mean, yeah, she's lost a little ground, but nothing that lights up to me as in huge warning flags or anything like that at this point in time. But obviously, I think there are some Democrats who are a bit unsettled. You had uh, some news being made out of Iowa today with a couple of uh, county Democratic chairs and some other Democratic and former Democratic Party officials who are urging Elizabeth Warren or somebody else to get in the race. But at this point in time, that doesn't seem to be catching a lot of momentum. You know what I mean, Sean? It's just it's out there. But it's not a big, big buzz. Yeah. All right. Where are we with this budget? The Senate GOP unveiled their budget outline as now Republicans are fighting each other over defense spending and whether the GOP should bust the budget gaps that currently hold the line on discretionary spending. Why is that even a debate at this point? Well, it's a debate if you're going to raise the amount of money for defense you're going to have to change the budget caps. And, of course, with the Democrats still owning the White House, the only way you're going to be able to do that to raise the amount of money on defense is to most likely cut a deal with the Democrats, which would probably mean, I think, uh, like the the Ryan Murray budget agreement of late, uh, what was that, 2013, probably a deal that raises spending for both domestic and defense. There's a big battle going on within the Republican Party up here in the hallways as to how you deal with the budget caps. There's a number of people that would like to spend a lot more on defense but don't want to increase any on the domestic side. And others who say that, no, we should just keep the budget caps in order right now and not spend any more more money, period. That if the Pentagon wants more, they should find a way to reduce spending elsewhere. So uh, as the House and Senate GOP move forward with their budget outlines, remember, this is a non-binding budget resolution that they'll vote on next week in the House, next week in the Senate. I don't see where the middle ground is right now between the House and Senate. It's yet another example of the Republicans fighting each other. It's not only Republicans versus Democrats on the priorities, but it's the GOP versus the GOP as well. Unbelievable. Uh, or what else do we have? Uh, no word yet on any date for any hearings with Hillary? Nothing. I uh, haven't heard anything on that front. You know, they've given her until the 31st, the end of this month, to turn over that email server. I think we all anticipate that she will not do that. Uh, as we uh, talked about quickly yesterday, we had the State Department saying that she did not sign that exit form on official documents or records, but neither supposedly did Condi Rice or Colin Powell. I'm sure that will be uh, examined even more by both the Benghazi Committee and the House Oversight Committee as well, but nothing uh, new percolating on that front today. All right. What else do we have? A lot of buzz in the hallways about the resignation of uh, Congressman uh, Shock of Illinois. What is? Yeah, you know, I you look at some of the the things that have been leveled against him, and I think conceivably he could face criminal charges if uh, the feds wanted to go after him for fraud and corruption, misuse of taxpayer dollars. I mean, when you talk about uh, the the seemingly 
submitting false reports on his travel to be reimbursed for thousands and thousands and thousands of miles of vehicle travel, you know, so he could get mileage. And also questions about spending on uh, on private jets and more, how that was classified, a lot of other things out there. It might not be the last that we've heard of Aaron Schock. And, you know, it's just another example, uh, as I wrote in my blog today at JimmyDupree.com, when my dad dropped me off for my first day of work 35 years ago up here. He, he gave me one piece of advice, and that was— Wait a minute. I know what it is. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Well, no, it was—the uh, It was the House of Representatives is called that for a reason, and they're just normal people. And I think that's the one thing that I brought in here that I remember more than anything else is they're not up on a pedestal. They're not better than the rest of us, and they're subject to some of the same, uh, you know, foibles and personal uh, uh, problems that everybody else has. You know, you can run down a list of people. I was thinking about it this morning, driving into work, just how many people over the years have been run out of this place, whether it's for tax evasion, corruption. I remember the guy that had the money in the freezer, people busted for drugs, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, this place goes on and on, but we run through people all the time who come in here and don't really measure up, and they get drummed out, not by the voters, but by their own misdeeds. All right. So uh, what was the final verdict? So we the best that BB could hope for is maybe a call from uh, our in coming days is what the White House said today days. on Air Force One. Yes. Uh, Kerry called him today, but the president in coming days. Yeah. That would be a phone call to be listening in on, wouldn't it? Uh, I have my spies everywhere. I'll find out what happened. <laughs> of course, it's easier to uh, to say something on the phone. I would much rather see an in-person kind of greeting. Maybe that they, would... Did you ever FaceTime with your kids on, on your iPhone? Uh, no, uh, uh, I mean, a little Skype when I'm on the road sometimes, yes. Uh, but do you have, what kind of phone do you have? Uh, not an iPhone, just a, a regular Android. Oh, you need to get an iPhone, dude. What, what, no, what, no, no, I don't. What do you mean, no, you don't? Yes, you, the, no. new, the iPhone 6, I have that and I have my black phone, because unlike Hillary, I'm capable of using multiple devices. But, uh, wh- why don't you like the iPhone? I'm not an Apple person. I'm not either, except for their iPhone. The iPhone is amazing. Nah, it you don't measure you don't, up to my phone. You don't have FaceTime on your phone? Uh, no. What century are you living in? Uh, I you can, have to have FaceTime on your phone. I don't have to have an iPhone at all. You don't, but Jamie Dupree, I am shocked with all that you do. You, We could actually put you on TV when we do these reports. I'd love to see your face sometimes when I make comments and you just choose not to, you choose to ignore them. I think no, that's I some of the... St- Stare straight ahead, my friend. Uh, you stare straight ahead, and that's it. You just wait for me to pick it up again. That's right. They do call it the Sean Hannity Show. Can yes. I ask you why there's certain things you don't want to tell? Why you are you are you're afraid that you're going to reveal some political opinion on the show? No, it's a, 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 there's no opinion to be given. You're the one uh, with the opinions, not me. Oh, so you're just giving the news. That's right, buddy. All right. Did you know that Neil Bortz wasn't feeling well for a month? Uh, no, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I found out yesterday. I said, what's wrong? He goes, I'll tell you another time. Oh, that's right. His nose. Yes. Well, you just gave it away. And then that's all he said, that he had some type of surgery and it didn't go well. And then I said, well, what happened? He goes, I won't tell you now. I'm no, like, he's doing better. I've talked to him. I've seen him. I'm glad he talks to somebody. He doesn't talk to me. <laughs> he sends me pictures from the golf course almost every day. Yeah, no, if I get any more pictures of, of fat people, I don't know what he's obsessed with taking pictures of fat people that he sees in public. I'm like, here, huh. take a look at this one. Take a look at that. What do you think of this? 
And I'm like, Neil, you have way too much time on your hands. All right, Jamie Dupree. See you tomorrow, Sean. Most connected man in Washington, 800-941-SEAN, our number. Hey, did you know that small businesses, you can lose significant revenue every year because of inaccurate information about your business online? Now, inaccurate information means that future and existing customers, they can't find you. They want to find you. They can't. And as a small business owner, you cannot afford to lose that business. Now, YP, YP, Yellow Pages, they started 100 years ago. They are now the leader in local marketing online solutions. They want to help you. 80 million people. Search YP.com for local business each and every month. YP knows the importance of your business being found. And they've even developed an innovative new tool called the free, that's right, free business scan. Now, they'll measure your business online health. They'll check the accuracy of your listings in just seconds. So don't let business slip away. Just go to this website, myfreeyp.com. That's myfreeyp.com. One more time, myfreeyp.com. Sean Hannity. News 95.5 and AM 750. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20.